You think you're funny ruining the in- the intro like that, do you? Oh, it's fucking grand final week, mate. Well, the the biggest yes. one of the biggest sporting events of the year oh, is on this weekend. Okay, Mr. Serious. Khabib and Gaethje. Oh yeah, oh, baby. Get a grip, mate. Be get good. A grip. Oh, can you be fucking quiet back there, lot? Jesus Christ. Riff raff in the local bar. But yes, it is grand final week. The most weirdest grand final week we've probably had. Because according to some pundits, aka fucking morons, during the week I've heard on a bit of talk back or a bit around the streets going, oh, it'd be good if we had a grand final. Pity about the teams in it. What do you mean? It's exactly what I fucking said. I said, excuse me? Please tell me the last time you've got a genuine 50-50 grand final with two of the best sides going around at the moment. Like, yes, the two top sides' ladder positions weren't, aren't, haven't made it, but the two best teams have made it. I think it's going to be an absolute fucking belter, and I have on, no and, idea no, who's going to win. Hang on, Can we get... Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it on, uh, on the grapevine. Probably port people. Um, and a few people who thought it would be good to see Brisbane break their duck. Oh, for God's sake! It would be good to see fucking Brisbane get flogged. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we've got, we've got a, a local riffraff here. He's just going around telling people to be quiet, but we forget we're in a pub. They can be as loud as they want. But, yeah, uh, yeah. they can definitely be as loud as they want. <laughs> Are they putting money in the till? Do what you fucking want. So, grand final this week, Daniel Sun. Yes. What's uh, what's giving you a stiffy about it? Tell me what you are looking forward um, to two Victorian powerhouses playing off up in Brisbane on a Saturday night. Well, probably the thing I'm most excited about is it means we're that much closer to the trade period. <laughs> well, mate, if you if you listen to talk, if you listen to SEN or if you're on Facebook, trade week is absolutely alive and kicking as we speak. <laughs> we'll get back to trade week. Okay. We can talk about that after. Um, Before we start previewing the the big game, mm-hmm. we should probably cover off the games that were two very different preliminary finals. Very different. One on a Friday night, and you know what? I loved it that it was a Friday night and a Saturday night, not the fucking Thursday and Friday they've done in previous years. Or uh, when were the Thursday and Friday in previous years? Last year. Incorrect. What do you mean? Uh, incorrect. No, I don't. That's how I thought it was. I might be wrong, but I'm not allowed to, not allowed to be wrong with you. Um, Friday night obviously started with uh, the the Port boys. A lot of hype around. I was still flabbergasted that right up till bounce time, Richmond was still two dollars ten. So and they were Port were favourite for the game, but Richmond. Was shorter for the premiership. I know. <laughs> Surely, when the odds are set for the match, the thing they are the thing that starts the betting is the premiership odds. You'd think that. Uh, apparently not. Well, maybe a lot of money came for that game, but the other people thought, "Well, we think they're going to win. We're just going to back them for the flag because if they win, they'll win the flag." But good game. I, you enjoyed I, it. Yeah, no, it was good. You enjoyed it for different reasons, obviously, but. No, no, it was a very good contest. I was actually disgusted because I found myself at the pub watching that, barracking hard for Port. Oh, I'm off you. I, no. <laughs> I'm off you. Only for one reason, that was of monetary value. But when yep. the siren went, I was like, I've never felt so not devastated to lose a bet that <laughs> I, was, I was hoping to win. But it was a good game. I haven't seen a game of footy like that where it's contested from start Absolute to finish. contested from start. And it's, to you know that type of intense footy? It normally lasts for your 10, 15 minutes the first quarter and then it and opens then it up. Settles. It never fucking it opened settled. up. That's the, that's the reason why I'm leaning towards Geelong because Geelong had a much probably less contested, free-flowing game, not as physical. That game that Richmond had, at some point, has got to take its toll. But if they get through and they win the GF, fuck, power to them. Um, oh, absolutely. You talk, I've been talking about COVID Cup during the year, but I did not actually think there'd be two Victorian teams in the grand final. I genuinely believed the advantage of Port and Brisbane sleeping in their own beds, fucking their own missuses in their houses would have sealed it for them. 
apart from a few players who <laughs> fucked other people outside the bubble, but we won't go there. Invited, invited others around. <laughs> so, so who's your tip? Me. Yep. I'm going to get Geelong. Danger for the uh, norm. I'm going favourite city here. Yeah. Well, I'm going Geelong. And danger for the norm. Are you fucking kidding me? I thought we could have like some different uh, bets to put up and, and discuss about. but We haven't discussed it yet. so. Well, fuck, no need to now. We've just gone on the same ones. But what are you expecting different from... Is, it, is a player going to come and stamp their spit, authority spit on... Spit it out, mate. Oh, you're a fuckhead. Who, who's well, who's going to come and just dominate, you yeah, mean? Yeah, and who you're not expecting it from. Mm. And I want a bloke from either team, from both teams. So, so a roughie for the norm, in other words, or just an X-factor? Oh, yeah. I say Cam Guthrie. Cam Guthrie. Yep. I like it. Got the pace on the wing, run into the midfield, he'll duck in and out. And he's going to uh, shut out yeah. a certain someone, is he? Or Guthrie? Nah. <sighs> No. He'll be off the leash, I would have thought. Yeah, right. Maybe Menengola might do the one-on-one stuff in the middle with not, the... with not the getting Guthrie mixed up with uh, Mitch Duncan, are you? No, I'm not. Okay, just checking. Maybe you everyone, are, Mitch because Mitch Duncan plays on the ball, you dickhead. Because everyone uh, everyone on the radio today have has clearly got Matt Crouch mixed up with Brad Crouch. I think they've got a few things mixed up. What were you telling me before about some of the callers to SEN? Oh, asking if... If the three blokes, so Crouch, Hardigan and Atkins, if those compensation picks can be bundled together and the value of them becomes one pick, so we get pick one. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? For starters, we've got pick one, so if you could bundle that together, we're only getting pick two because we've already got pick one. And... Secondly, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> because they're just independent picks. Like, Rory Atkins, he's going to that mob. They get a compensation pick. Hardigan, he's going Hold on, to let's, that let's, mob. Let's just stop. Let's go back to that. Rory Atkins. Yes. So, going by the formula that the AFL doesn't give out, but kind of hints you to. Secret herbs Secret and spices. spices. Apparently, Rory Atkins, because he's getting a five-year deal. Uh, and just quietly, madness. Madness. Apparently, because he's getting a five-year deal, Adelaide could be in line for a end-of-first-round compensation pick for a guy that could well have been delisted. I don't think he would have been delisted. He should have been delisted, but he wouldn't have been. Well, he, didn't, he hardly played all year. He couldn't get in the side. He busted his shoulder, mate. Yeah, but after that, he couldn't get back into the bottom play side. Yeah, because they already knew he was going, so they didn't bother picking him. Righto. Jeez, you, you fucking hammered the cunt for fucking years. And now you, you're talking like he was our number one midfielder. Uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Speaking of Adelaide, I was about to lose their number one midfielder. He's picks and killed her. Mm. I did say a few weeks ago, I reckon Adelaide are flirting with a, uh, a bit of danger with this little game of uh, cat and mouse they're playing in regards to thinking they're going to get picked two. For him to leave, but um, getting caught with uh, a six pack of nose beers at the early hours of Sunday morning has not helped anyone's cause. Hasn't deterred the Saints. I wouldn't, wouldn't, mate. One of their best players was Jason Graham, so um, the, the, I don't think it's going to be any sort of issue for them. But yeah, currency and is. Jakey Carlisle five <laughs> minutes after he signed with them. Well, who know? Who knows what. I think I don't know when they're going to find out they're going to release what kind of contract it is or what compensation pick. Adelaide's not going to know what kind of compensation pick they get until free agency opens, correct? No, they don't know what compensation pick until they either say we're... Matching the offer. We're or matching or we're not matching. Like or if they, if they don't match it, they'll know what pick they get. Yeah. But if they do their calculations, they go, we're not going to get this pick, then they'll match it to force a trade. Which uh, apparently St Kilda offered up, um, or offered up to trade, was uh, Webster. Who? Exactly. And Dylan Roberton. Pardon? Yes. Dylan Roberton's up for trade. 
You've got he hasn't, a, he hasn't, how many games has he played in the last two years? He played one this year and about didn't three he, last didn't year. Didn't he know he'd fucking die a couple of years ago? Well, he's got a crook ticker. He's one violent fart away from a heart attack. <laughs> like, and you think you're going to offer that kid up for a fucking kid? He's probably 28, 29 now. You're going to offer him up for trade? No one wants to, no one will touch him with a 10 foot pole. His contract for another year too. <laughs> Should ask him if they bun- they'll bundle him up with Paddy McCartan. I don't mind the Paddy McCartan. Oh fuck off! It's a punt. Hundred hundred and five grand. Here you go. Here's a contract. Rookie list. We'll pick you up. See how you go, Paddy. Yeah. I don't understand how he's making a comeback. It's surely not, watching. It's not what the Adelaide football. Surely club watching Eva on the weekend. Oh. Paddy McCartan looks at that and goes, Oh my. Sitter. Just quietly, what an absolute warrior. Astonishing the way he did that. And in his presser, when he said, you know, what he I'm stood comfortable with this decision yeah. and I've left everything out there. Fucking everything. You've thrown the kitchen sink at it, mate. You've left 30 years out there. Yeah. <laughs> but the way, he, um, the way he stood up scared me. Oh, ev- when, when, everyone, the everyone wa- were, yeah. when the trainers were helping him out. Everyone that watched that incident instantly went, oh, yeah, no, he's had bad concussion and his legs were fucked. I was like, that just looked horrific. Like, I, you feel for yeah. family watching that. Oh. Um, like, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. And the way teammates came around and they were like, oh, fuck. They were like, yeah, you're, were, you're in all sorts. Yeah. But um, what a... When say play, what a way a to go out. It's a learn. shit way to go out, but it's also a when good... When a player's going to learn when when their teammates are in strife, keep the fuck away and let the medical yeah. staff do their job. They come home and rub them on the head. Yeah. The worst thing you can do, cunt. <laughs> Jeez, you almost got knocked out. Well done, mate. <laughs> oh. Almost got knocked oh. out. I was almost took. Almost. I'd almost come to until you did that, dickhead. But um, sitting on that game still, the... Uh, I couldn't believe the public outroar. Or, sorry. Outrage? Outrage. <laughs> Uproar, outrage, outrage, whatever. But they're deliberate. Now, Hammer, love Hamish hang Hartlett. On, hang on, there were six of them. Yeah, there were six. But the one that everyone's talking about is the one that was probably the most deliberate looking of the game. Jeez, I'd love to be able to... I'd love for you to have a chat with him and get the truth out of him. We'll try and get him on soon. We're going to get both Hartlets on. So um, just thought we'd let the dust settle before we start bloody poking him. So they want to come on. But um, yes, Rockcliffe. Was it Rockcliffe that was there? Or who's on the boundary? Yeah, Rocky was one of them. Yeah. Like it's Who allegedly claimed that, oh, I nearly touched it. You didn't even go for it. <laughs> whether, whether he, may not, he may have genuinely been trying to get it, but it looks clear as day that he's trying to get to the boundary. Now, Stephen Rowe has gone on the biggest rampage on 5AA saying it was a disgrace. And then Graham Corns has gone on saying disgrace. Oh, I'm sorry, but the one that went 80 metres and it was called out of bounds? Yeah, agree. <laughs> Not good. And Kane, but a double fist out of bounds is, is normally Kane the one. Said, Kane said, you know, there's been one on average paid every week. Mm. Or every game. And but there, and there was five or six played this one. So? If they're fucking deliberate, they're deliberate. I'd say probably half actually were. Four definitely were. Yeah. Like, take it out of the fucking umpire's hands. Last touch. Last touch. Free kick. You know what? People will be trying to keep it in every fucking occasion, won't they? You don't want to give away a free kick with a going out of bounds. It's been, um, it, it, was knocked, it was knocked in the SNFL, but it has yeah. been probably the best rule yeah. that has ever come into yeah. that game. It's been the, the best rule. The one that shits me is when your te- or the bloke who kicked it, they're trying to get, they're trying to, or his teammates trying to keep it in, mm. but he's been shepherded, and the ball's rolling out. It's like, well, he's a, trying to get it in, and some arsehole's fucking blocking his run at the ball. Furious, Danny. You're passionate. Passionate about that one. The one that, um, yeah, the game panned out. Probably a, uh, a the best result for that game. It had to be a close game. If it wasn't, if it was going to be a blowout, probably wouldn't be talking about it now, would we? No. Nope. Just keep watching them lose, though. I wasn't disappointed. 
Jeez, you should have seen the. Uh, Tell you what, some, some of our crows mates all of a sudden oh, haven't said sake. anything on Facebook all year. It just opened a floodgate, absolute floodgate for some of them. But on Saturday, I worked with a port supporter for about twelve hours, and then at ten thirty at night, I just gave out a little, little a little barb, little prod, and I got told that I could go and get fucked. And I'm like, mate, I've been here you with you for twelve hours, and I haven't said anything. Was like, it the male or the female you're talking about? It was. He's a male. I think he's still a male. Yeah, he's a male. Bit of a rainbow though. He's, he's got a couple of sides. Don't we all? No. <laughs> but the biggest, uh, the biggest game of the year is coming up. Correct. Uh, but before the biggest game of the year is normally the biggest uh, award of the year, being the Brownlow. Um, that was on Sunday night. Um, have, of course, the best player won and won by. If it went twenty three rounds like it's meant to, would have probably got forty votes. So um, there was still a few saying, "Ah, oh, the umpires have got no idea." It's like, well, hang on. Clearly, the best bloke in the league won it. So have they got no idea? Like, Do you know how I actually thought they had an idea this year? Because the top five betting favourites yeah, were, were, the were, were the top five guys who got it for, yeah. the, for the first time in a long time. And all the other media awards, those mm. blights were the top five in all those awards. So, few few bits of the night that made me cringe. Mm. How the fuck does Neil present himself with the Brownlow when there's Simon Black was in the same fucking studio that they're in, former Brownlow winner. I, I don't get it. Uh, Chris Fagan is his, coach. His coach is fucking um, there. The captain. Um, get his fucking missus to present it. Like, give her some screen time. Not too bad, thanks. Um, but what? I I went to bed thinking about was it uh, a, Mrs. Neil that night. Was was it a Channel Seven thing or an AFL thing? Is that just about optics? And no, no, oh, no, 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 oh, no. We have to do no, the right thing. I think Fucking it's I think it's COVID bullshit. Well, didn't matter at the fucking table <laughs> when they were thirty centimeters away from the person next to him. It was. Uh, I, I, did you find it funny that all these people were in the one studio? Like up in Brisbane, but there was Crows players there, Collingwood people there. I'm like, there was only two Crows players. Yeah. There. So what, did they go out to Brisbane for it? Yeah. So uh, Riley O'Brien and no, there was more than t- two because there was Sloan, yeah. Duday. That was in Adelaide. No, that they were in Brisbane too. That was in Adelaide. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Been o- wrong before. On the studio, it little was a fucking sunny Tuesday. the six screen shit they did. Yeah. There was no Adelaide studio. Uh, well, there was Adelaide Oval was one of the venues. Matt Crouch was at Adelaide Oval. Oh, it's got me fucked what, then. What, hang on, wasn't Matt Crouch sitting next to Sloane? No. Who was sitting next to Sloane? No one, it wasn't a Crows player. No, it was Brodie Smith, wasn't it? Yeah, Brodie Smith. Who gives a fuck? And this talk- isn't what we're fucking talking about. Well, you're the one that brought it up, you fucking. Oh, right, but go back to the fucking real thing I was talking about, and that was Lockie what, Neil Lockie being... Lockie misses. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, do you reckon that... Some people's uh, celebrity statuses have been born from those events. Um, Beck Dud, I mean Judd, oh. she she was she was uh, born from the Brownlow. Yeah. Um, let's come back to that tweet. But Mate, made herself <laughs> famous again this week. She she's just li- living in a fucking fairy world. Oh, how hard my life is. Yeah, go and get fucked. There's people with no income, cunt. Um, and you're whinging that you couldn't go one, get your hair done. And the moment the rules well, change, she got a special appointment to go get her hair but, done. But one second she's saying, uh, oh, the hot spots need to be locked down. And then she's putting a free photo Melbourne. of herself, free Melbourne T-shirt. And I was like, oh. Now, is that, that's her own T-shirt as well. Oh. $40 a T-shirt. You piece of shit. Anyway, let's... let's They're selling for five and just write it on there with there. the texter. You, you sexist bastards, you fucking... You hate women. We're not going to go there, so we'll just steer. No, if some back. if some bloke did the same, I'd call him a fuckwit as well. <laughs> anyway, Lockie Neal presenting himself for the award was um, standingly ridiculous. ridiculous, but the actual winner of it, uh, I don't uh, think so. But the who's going to present the um, uh, premiership medals? Well, the Oz Kick kids can't. Not allowed to. I don't know. That's why they were doing the Oz Kick on the Brownlow, wouldn't it? So why is Ash Barty allowed to present oh. the cup? Yeah, I said that today. I was arguing with someone at work, saying, what the fuck? you got that many Richmond people that could do it. Don't you like that? That Ash Barty's presenting the cup. 
No, I think it's stupid. Okay. It's ridiculous. Why? Because she's a supporter. And number one ticket holder, I think you'll find. Oh, fucking... They're not worth the fucking paper they're printed on. What's a number one ticket holder? I bet they don't even pay for a membership. All right, so Ash Barty presents the, the cup because she was in the stand sucking back Carlton drafts, fucking going, come on, Richmond. Oh, let, let's, let's, get, let's make her present the cup. Fuck off. Who presented the last Richmond Premiership Cup? Uh, that was uh, Hafey's wife. Very well done. Because, I didn't think you'd know that. Because Hafey died and he couldn't present it because he died. It's a bit hard to come out of the, the coffin for one day and present it. So, yeah you, yeah, you thought you fucking had me there, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, get fucked. I did say well done, you asshole. <laughs> well, the, uh, we'll go to game two then, I reckon. Brisbane, Geelong. Um, I, once again, thought Brisbane having the week off would help them, would roll them. Did not show up to play. At no at time, all. at no time did I think Geelong could lose it. Yeah, well, good on you. You want a fucking medal? No. Brisbane. We should have had a bet on it. Yeah, some some dickheads did. Um, <laughs> I, I I couldn't believe a side that's played. And you know, this is what annoys me. They come back going, oh, the, the bye before the finals, it's no good for the top two teams. You don't say One, that when the fucking once. top two teams go through. Once. Yeah. You're telling me in a gruelling season as is that they've had having a week off, then play, then a week off, wouldn't have been insanely beneficial to them? So they don't give me this bullshit that, oh, you lose momentum. No. They just didn't rock up. They didn't rock up to play. And Badly, too. And if you go back to when we had top fives, mm. you play the first week, you finish top or second, you play the, play the first week and win, you get the week off. Like, yeah. Like it, or no, first week you have the week off, don't you? In the top five? Yeah. Yeah. And then you play a and game. Then you play. And if you win, and you go straight through. It's like the sample. You have a week off. So. The sample, that's what yeah. they do. You have one week off, you play one game, you go through. Yeah, so Never heard anyone whinge about it in the yeah. sample. But um, Gary Ablett, oh, he's going to be, could he be the X Factor on Saturday night? We looked all right last Saturday night. Jesus. This is a guy that's, what, he's only come back in the side a couple of weeks ago. And he went back home, did not do any training with like his team, just have to do training on your own. Now, that's nothing compared to actual match simulation training that you do with your side. And he's, when he kicked that goal on the run, I was like, ah, shit. He's so good. I still, I'd actually like to see him go around another year. But Brent Harvey went on for like an extra 50 years. Each year, got another one, got another one, got another one. He was still, when you're still your team's best player, and like he shouldn't have retired when he did. I think he, he could roll he could back s- into that side. He could still be their best player now. <laughs> I think he is their best player and he's not playing. But Gary Abbott was, look, looks, looks, um, looked amazing. I'm not going to say vintage because that annoys the shit out of me because we're going to say <laughs> vintage. It would have been fucking 45 possessions and four goals. That's what yeah, vintage, vintage is. is Gary Ablett saying Yeah, that. but just seeing the way he, um, he dominated. He should have had four or five goals. We get two goals, three. He made Daniel Rich look silly a couple of times. Oh, Daniel Rich made himself look silly when he kicked that footy out. How many times did he kick it directly to Geelong or to a teammate which was just under the pump and I got spoiled? Like, yeah, didn't. Poor fella had a mare, as we call it. Had a mare. Hopefully there'll be uh, plenty of time for him to redeem himself with the, with the lines look like they're going to be okay for a few years. Uh, they, they bring in Danaher, another guy that can't kick for shit. So they're going to have more marking options, and then more players missing. So who's the one that who's the one that goes out? Is Hipwood out or McStay gone? No, nah, he'd play all three. So McStay plays as the third, third tall. The the. It's interesting because Hip, Hipwood could be one of the top fours in the league, but a he he's Rafa Nadal when he was fourteen with no muscle. Like get in the gym, kid. Yeah. You want to be a forward? Get in the gym. Even Danaher bulked up. Yeah. Like, get in the fucking gym. How's everyone going? Let's get some muscle on this kid. And learn to, learn to kick. Pretty pretty easy for blokes like you and me to so say fucking bulk up. Like. But that's your fucking job. That's all you have to do. 
All you have to do is get fucking fit and strong. That's your job. You get paid. You don't have to go to work and then try and fit in some schedules to get bigger and get fitter. It's your fucking job. <laughs> and practice your goal kicking. That's no, seriously. Not allowed to. The oh, sports science fuckwits won't let them. AFL players, I'll quote Tom Broderick. <laughs> if I miss that in Div 3 footy, I'd be fucking disgusted in myself. <laughs> These cunts are playing AFL and getting paid shit tons of money. How are they not disgusted? I, same thoughts. No, but they are disgusted. It's just that they're not allowed to fucking practice their goal kicking. I don't because, believe that. I because just think they we don't. listen to wrong people. Or they just think there's other things important. Oh, goal kicking is natural. Fucking big ass it is. Yeah. No, it's natural when you fucking practice it. Sorry for people listening at home. That blew out my ears sitting across from the prick. So can only imagine if you've got your your homo uh, iPods in your ears that it just blew your ears. iPods. What? iPods. What did I call them? Homo What, what are they called? Air, air pads or? Air pads. <laughs> air buds, is that it? Airpods. Oh, fuck knows. What is it? Airpods. Is it Airpods. Or are you going to make me look like a dickhead when I go to work tomorrow and say AirPods? Mate, like, hey. I don't have to make you look like a dickhead. Oh, you think you're, you're fucking like Daniel funny. Daniel Rich, mate. <sighs> what about the big, the big signing news today? What big signing? Big Source Jacobs. Oh, at Ardrossan. <laughs> Just quietly, they're going to need more than Source Jacobs to win a game at Ardrossan, I'll tell you right now. But it's a reasonable start. We played them in a trial and beat them by like 33 goals. I was like, fuck. Then we looked at the end of the year and they finished third in the comp. But it's it's a kind of an oval. <laughs> we went there for a trial in oh, start of March. It was 35 degrees and blowing the biggest gale I've ever seen. Like, they're oval. It's ever just off. Huh? Felt? I've, ne- I've never seen that. And there was guys kicking the footy and it was going like in and stopping and then just dropping. <laughs> Like, fuck, do they, how do these guys play this in winter? But no, no I'll take back all that shit. That, it was actually a good trip away, but uh, source going there. I've, I'm hearing whispers. Oh. Whispers. Oh. A couple of recruits that might come with him. Might, might take some boys with him. Begibbs. Surely he plays for the Tiggers. Richard Douglas. Surely he plays again for Norwood. We should have won. Them. He won the Player of the Year, didn't he? In the uh, advertiser. Not sure. There's something we we didn't even think to talk about tonight. The Weagles. The mighty Eagles. Just going. The last ones on the chimney. Fucking bang! Did you see the boys at Pro Punter? What they did? You know, they had. Um, I don't know how much it was on Eagles to win by forty plus. And I got a, you know, you do your Instagram stories. I think it was at three quarter time going, big night. What do you reckon, boys? Are we going to get over the line? I think they were up by 44 points. They won by 39. Oh. I think they had a couple of thousand on it or a thousand or something. <laughs> I looked at the scores. I was surely it wasn't 30, 39. I was like, oh, you poor pricks. So that's an, another another betting story gone, gone wayward. There's been all different bullshit today. We've heard on on the radio, on the media breaking. Orazio wants to come to port after after last year's debacle. Yep. What are they? Uh, what are they going to have to give up for him? Uh, I'm not sure how they rate him. Apparently today, very keen. Yeah, right. Well, he must have been listening to a different radio station than I was. Um. Well, they're clearly very keen on Aaliyah Aaliyah. Poor. Yep. They do need a big defender, yeah. Mind you, how's all the talk during the week in that game? Oh, how how are Port going to handle their big forwards? The game was not decided by big forwards whatsoever. Yeah, because it was fucking raining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all this talk that uh, who's going to take Lynch, who's going to take this guy, meant fuck all in the end. Because it was a contested game, so. But, and and for a big forward like Rewalt, well, the port key defenders are big enough to go with him. Yeah, he, he doesn't play. He that. doesn't even lead anymore. Yeah, he doesn't play that. 
I'm going to run away from Lynch. Yeah. It's a bit sad because he was a great lead-up forward, take your grab, go back and kick a goal. Some bloke rang into the radio last week and said, oh, he should have been dropped. He hasn't played a good game in three years. And I'm like, jeez, talk about a hard task, bus. Sorry, have you, have, you, have you missed what he's actually been doing? Opening it up for Lynch the whole time? And he claimed to be a Tigers fit. It's not... Uh, it's not like a club to have nuffies in there talking shit when they don't really know the outcome. Um, yeah, it's it's maybe maybe he's going to explode this week. Doubt it. Might be due. Might be due. I know who. Uh, I know something that's due. Stewie. About time Trelaw tells. <laughs> Is that someone blowing their nose that loudly that we could hear it through the microphone and earphones? Crystal clear. Jesus Christ. Trelaw. Yep. I'd be telling, if I was Trelaw, Collingwood, oh, you want to get a high pick from the Gold Coast? How's get fucks out? I'll be traded to a top team, please. I'll go elsewhere. But would you... But has this just started from media talk? No. No, it's no. it's Collingwood want to offload him to open up some Well, cap. it's probably changed now that bloody Jeremy Cameron said he wants to go to Geelong. Yeah. That's what they were trying to open him up for. Like, yeah. I, I can't understand that logic. Let's get rid of our best player so we can fit in Jeremy Cameron. We can keep Jordan wants to smoke the goey. Like, there's... So many different, and they've just paid. I reckon they've paid. Uh, who's the the blonde fella that looks like the chick from Bend It Like Beckham in defence? Moore, Darcy Moore. He's getting a pretty penny. Good old Kieran Knightley. Knightley sitting in defence there. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Trelaw is their best player, apart from well, apart from Penelbury. But Penelbury is what 33. Mm. He's but he's, he's their best player. He's like still probably their best. I, I still think Trelaw. I go Trelaw, Penelbury Adams. Taylor Adams is better than Trelaw. Mm. Yeah, Trelaw's effectiveness drops off yeah. a bit, I suppose. Yeah. Kicks a few worm burners. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't. You worked so hard to get him when you got him to the club. Mm. Then you want to offload him for a pick five that you don't know what the fuck they're going to be like. Yeah, baffles me. But, uh, yeah, Trelaw might do the double agent here and tell him to go get fucked and go elsewhere. Us. He is contracted, though, so. But they're the ones that want to offload him. Yeah. So. Um, I, you'd be as a player though. It's it, you see in the NBA how they are just all of a sudden rock up to training. Oh, no worries, you're off to Minnesota now, champ. <laughs> Pack your bags. We just traded you. Um, and then you come to the AFL, and there's no talk about clubs wanting to. It's all hush hush. Let's let's not let's not really speak of it loudly. Um, and players have to be on board for it. Such a difference between the between the, the two the, comps. But it's not the players have to be on board for it. They have, like, not just on board. It's like, well, no, I'm contracted. You're not trading me. Yeah, I know. Like That's what I'm saying. But in yeah. the NBA, it's not like that. No. So we trade you if we, want, if we don't yeah. want you. If they want to pay your contract, you're going there. See you later. It's like that Moneyball movie. Um, Pena. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't play Pena yeah. tonight. <laughs> no, I'm playing him. They're like, no, you're not. I've just <laughs> traded him to Detroit. <laughs> I watched that again the other day, and it's a um, it's a great thing that movie. Any any dream team expert would be all over it. The um, the year we've come to the end of it. What do you? It's not you, the end of it yet. Oh man, after the grand real final. stuff's coming. But what a what a fucking insane year to think that in the end there was only one match. That was postponed, and it was a faulty. And yeah, and there was only one player that got uh, tested positive for COVID. Extraordinary. Once again, a false. Yeah. So, the AFL has done something no league in the world has done. They've got through their season without any players testing positive. I reckon players tested positive for in in um, the NRL. Yeah. Yeah. The but guy from Canterbury Bulldogs, because he got it from his. School or something. I reckon there might have been one. 
But in every other league in the world, there's there's NBA players that were positive. There's EPL. There's NFL. Good, good to see the New Zealand Warriors uh, won the Spirit of the Game award at the Dally M Medal Night the other night for bunking in Australia for yeah, the year because they shifted countries. Yeah. <laughs> you had a you had a few AFL players whinging about having to go interstate. These guys yeah. packed up and left the country, and the country shut the doors and said, "Even if you want to come back, boys." You can't. And and then while they're in Australia, their club sacked their coach. Mm. They've had a ripper. Oh, it's it's amazing with NRL how um, how they can trade and sign at different clubs during the year. Oh, they announce so it. So weird those I'm, announcements. I'm going to Penrith next year, yep. but I'm going to play for the rest of the year. It's it's. And I know we're playing Penrith this week, <laughs> uh, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> So many I'm times, still going to go hard. But so many times, there's the announcement, and they're playing that team this week. Like, I, uh, how do you get a hand with AFL doing that? Oh, the fucking! Can you imagine? Everyone goes off their head when when there's a trade announced. Yeah. In the off season, <laughs> it, it would be pretty awesome though. The um, just up on the screen here, we've got last year's grand final, um, when Richmond absolutely mauled GWS from. First minute onwards, and it was all over. Um, this week, we, I spoke about it earlier. The grand final. Um, do you honestly, if you, if someone said to you, you need to put your life savings on which team? Cats. Really? Yep. I'd. St- I just. I would. I would rather I just be literally. Dest- I would rather be destitute than profit <laughs> off Richmond winning. Well, all right. Let's let's take the money out of it then. What I mean is. Um, this is a genuine 50-50 grand final because it's not uh, an interstate club going to Melbourne yeah. to play a Melbourne side. It's not um, It's not a powerhouse. Yeah, so in, the, in that scheme of things, yeah. it's as even as... It's it not like top playing seventh be. who snuck through. Yeah. It's it's probably the most even one I can remember ever. Um, there's always been an underdog in most. This one, it's. It, I wouldn't be surprised if we got to um, 7 o'clock on a Saturday and they're both $1.90. So, I, for one, am fucking pumped for it. Yeah, should be good. Anything else you want you want to get off your chest, footy wise? Oh, we have to talk about some free agency stuff and some possible trades. And I, I, I was talking about it earlier on what, a couple of months ago about Jeremy Cameron saying, "Why is why is that also quiet?" He's the number. He's the Col- reigning Coleman medalist, and there was no talk about it. It was always, "Oh, he's a he's coming out of contract. He's a." He's a restricted free agent. And they were all so confident that he was going to sign on. Oh, it's just a matter of money. It's just a matter of figuring shit out. No, it wasn't. <laughs> He's off. Now, how did Geelong... And it's not money. Next year, how did Geelong fit in Hawkins and Cameron? Do you have two of them just roaming out the square? Do you have one push up the ground? I don't think Jeremy Cameron's better up the ground. I think he's a more stay-at-home Ford, own the Ford 50... Take your marks, go back and goal. You play him up the ground, I don't think he's as damaging. Tom Hawkins maybe goes up the ground a bit, but you don't go up the ground at an old age. Uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Well, they haven't even got him yet, but... Well, you're not going to not try and... But it's funny that they've decided that... Or they've agreed to, yes, you want to come here and we're happy to have you. Mm. Five minutes after re-signing Hawkins for two years. And on grand final week. <laughs> Good time to drop it, uh, Jeremy Cameron. Just, we're about to go into grand final. Yeah, I'm coming to you guys. <laughs> it's a big, I, I reckon it's... Better than announcing it after they're a premiership team and everyone accuses you of just going to the premiership team. Like Lynch. Yeah. Um, what about the, the comments from anyone in some sort of position of power at GWS? Filthy and this is bullshit. I'm complaining about about free about agency and, and free about losing. So let, let me just rewind to back when this fucking made up side was put together by the AFL. You got a free reign at anyone from any club. Any uncontracted player in the league, you could have one from each club. And I remember Phil Davis, his press conference. He almost looked like he felt bad for leaving, saying. I don't want to leave the Crows, but they've offered me that much money. Adelaide's offered me apples, yeah. and these fuckers are offering me oranges. Oranges. <laughs> like, 
It was that far different. And and you want and you took you took Callum Ward out of he was a young gun yep. that Bulldogs had put five or six years in. You took him out of that side for ridiculous overs. You took Tom Scully out of Melbourne for fucking disgusting overs. You took so many players and then you have the audacity to whinge that other clubs are, are having a go at your free, free agents. Get the fuck back in your box and realise that every club faces the same thing. Maybe employ a bloke that can coach and then <laughs> there wouldn't be any fucking problem, would you? Well, maybe don't sign your four midfielders up for a million dollars a pop and you've got no room for anyone else. Yeah, well, when you're paying them 800 in their third season when they're not even getting a kick but they're mouthing off at everyone. And I, I seriously, I don't have any problem with a Gold Coast or a, um, a GWS player putting in seven or eight years there and then going right them out. Particularly him. Look at his results. But any of them. What, what I mean is you were taken in a draft where you had no choice. No one has a choice in the draft, right? But the years you were taken, you had a 75% chance you were going to a club that had just been made. They had no facilities. They had no ground. They had no supporters. And you, in your prime, you've worked your fucking ass off to get into the AFL, have to then go here. You don't get to go to a club like a Collingwood or an Adelaide or West Coast at a foundation or even a, a Bulldogs and an Essendon, which have facilities, supporter base, they have infrastructure... And you take your, your fucking talent and you have to go, go and go do to that. Bankstown and live out of an Atco hut. And go play on a fucking baseball go train on <laughs> go a baseball, baseball diamond. diamond. Like is is that uh. so I have no gripe. So when Lynch left, when Stephen May left, Prestier, when all, all left the Gold Coast, no no gripe. You've gone you've done your hard yards at a fucking living out of a tin shed. You can now go to a club which has got better infrastructure and you can blossom as a footballer. So GWS, suck a fat one. Go back to the draft, get your players again. Correct. <laughs> you, I, got, I got nothing from you. I was hoping to get a nibble. Well, what? Everything you said was right for a change. Oh, mate, it's it's always right, but compared to what you think it is. So, yeah, GWS, stop whinging, play your list management better, get guys signed on better contracts. Talk about whinging, and I'm not saying he was whinging, but uh, how was sauce this morning on the radio? Oh, you're trying to slam this interview down my throat before the show. I heard Have you not things. listened to it? No, I've listened to snippets. Oh. His dismissal as being amateur was one of them. Yeah, uh, didn't speak highly of the uh, Carlton CEO. What did he say? Basically, was over overruling list management decisions, and he didn't want bets, did he? Clearly not. <laughs> no, that absolutely was, not. That was the mate. Why are we getting this thirty-one-year-old from Adelaide? That's and I think his biggest issue was that with with they said to Simpson, or he said to Simpson, "I've only got this much. This is all. If you're going on, this is all I've got." And Cade Simpson is like, ah, it's time. Like it's time. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. And then he got talked into bets coming back. And then, but it came at a cost. And he's like, oh, it's too much. But all right, we'll do it. And then the CEO paid him more <laughs> than what what was originally agreed upon. Apparently. And then Sauce gets the marching orders. Mind you, he, you can't. Sauce has had a crack, but his track record over the five years probably hasn't helped him. Mm. But he brought in so many GWS rejects all the time. I reckon Lockie Plowman's the only one left. Yeah, but but why would you want to be? He bought in those players because he originally drafted them. He did a quick turnaround of a list, whether they were the right ones or not. He wasn't going to... Why would you want to be judged as a list manager? Why would you want to be judged on mm. fucking idiots that someone else fucking drafted? Which is what he did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but what I'm saying is... You, you, that's why he got the sack. The way they did it was obviously pretty shithouse from his point of view or from... Apparently they just did a press release. 
I didn't tell him. Press release dropped or... And he claimed today... Or, the, or they told him, but he didn't have time to tell his son. But he claimed today there was things in that release that they'd never said to him. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll have to go back and have a listen to and it. And he reckons uh, they dropped these lads under the bus because, because it basically he reckoned it made them feel like, well, Dad got sacked because we're at the club. Not partly false. Mm. <laughs> One Silvani got the chop this year, did he? The younger brother. Yes. Jack's still got his gig for now. Yeah, but he won't be, he won't be there next year. Um, just seen up on the screen here, it's Richmond again. Just remind me of uh, a clip that came up and, and come back to haunt old Gary Lyon and um, old Caroline Wilson. When Brendan Gale was on there and, and he was saying that that dossier or whatever, that thing leaked that by 2020 they want to be have three premierships and 75,000 members. That, but what are the odds <laughs> of that? Could well come to fruition this week. They've already got the 75,000. They're going to be in their third grand final. They, should have been in four. And Gary Lyon challenged him on it. And no, He's like, but, but aren't no, you no, afraid no. of being laughed at? He's like, didn't, no, we've got a plan. Didn't challenge him, belittled him. Yeah, or attempted to. Yeah, and made him made him try and backtrack and be stupid. And, and Brendan Gale, that clip should be shown to every CEO that has a vision. Yeah. Watch this. Be resolute in what you want to do. And if you believe in it, like stick with it. And probably, every, he was so and probably every media person should have a gander as well. Mate, he was so... Uh, resolute. Resolute in saying, oh, this is what we are planning... And, yeah, if, if we don't believe it or we don't have a plan, what's the fucking point in doing it? And at the time, probably people watching at home probably went, oh, yeah, I agree with Gary and Caro. Yeah, they're a bit silly. But this is why you have people like him in power running your show. Because look, look where they are and, now. And whether, but whether you achieve your goal or not... Got to have a goal. Do you, do, you, do you want to be a little bit better? Mm. Because wanna, they we were fucking the awful for 30 years. About, mate, and people hammered uh, Kenny Hinckley for his words at the start of the year. But lo and behold. Didn't achieve his goal. <laughs> Bad luck, Kern. Coach of the year. Yeah. So I, I do... Judged ap- by his peers. I do apologise because I... For a, wh- for a while there... Second time Coaches Association Coach of the Year. For a while there, I believed it was if you won the premiership, you were the Coach of the Year, but... I've that's done a bit all of Australian all coach. Australian coach. Yeah. Yes, correct. So that's what I've now realised. But it's funny, Kenny, my boy, coach of the year twice, not in premiership years because he's never going to be a premiership coach. Um, and yet, Alistair Clarkson has never won coaches association coach of the year. They must hate his guts. Well, he's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nah, joking. He's a good lad. Um, the uh, you no, when 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 Reedy when e- Reedy John Reed introduced me to him at the um, uh, Hall of Fame dinner, he said, "Ah, Lakey coaches." Oh yeah, well, Oz kick, Oz kick, little league or something. I was like, "Fuck off, mate." He's <laughs> the size of a little leaguer. Oh mate, I just looking at him. Have you ever seen him in, in close? Yeah. For a short fella, he still has this, like, big man aura. And he's got, like... He's a psychopath. He's, he's solid across the chest, too. Like, he shakes your hand, he, like, breaks your fingers. You're like, fuck you. You could fucking throw a punch, I reckon. Uh, oh, that's where old uh, Cardigan's going, isn't he? Hawthorne. Yeah. Three-year deal. Three years. I wasn't... Uh, I, I didn't take... Take that news all that well this afternoon. No, I don't know why you were so fired up over Cardigan, but... Because he's nowhere near as bad as everyone fucking bangers on about. I wouldn't say he's bad, but I, I wouldn't no, say I'll he's the biggest loss we've ever had. Not not, not to receive text messages like this. Um, <laughs> um, right. I knew it was likely, but that doesn't mean I have to like this. I'm actually a bit shitty. I said he's, un- he's unrestricted too. Fuck Hawthorne. Fuck me. Fuck. Cunt. Fuck. Don't fucking care. 
and I haven't responded to any of these messages. <laughs> and then same manager as Crouch too. I've been in a good mood all day, but now I'm fucking seeding. Fuck. Next message, fuck. Next message, fuck. <laughs> I gathered you weren't too happy when yeah, you sent no, that through. Cope well with it. I would have hated to I have seen it. I think it's just because I'm not saying that you don't like him, but because Crow's supporters in general just love to shit can him, I think that's half the reason I like him. Like, number one, he's nowhere near as so bad you, as So you, you loved David Gallagher when he was playing for the Crows? Uh, no. <laughs> Matty Connell, geez, he used to cop some stick too when he was playing. Oh, come on, mate, yellow jacket. I know, but everyone used to hammer him. His parents stopped going to the game because of it. They started, they just started watching from home. They were like, we're sick of going to the games. And what, from Perth? <laughs> no, they came over here. What, came over one weekend? No, I believe they moved over. They moved to Adelaide? Yes. Struth. I remember watching, watching uh, SNFL games and the SNFL commentators... Just going, oh, every time he got the ball uh, for Westies, oh, I can't believe this bloke's not in not in the Crows side. And then he'd kick the ball. Then all of a sudden the opposition would mark it and they'd kick it back and he'd mark it. And they'd go, this bloke's got another possession. How is he not in the Crows side? It's like, well, his last seven kicks have fucking been marked by the opposition. What do you reckon? Uh, speaking of SANFL, um, our little theory mm-hmm. almost came to full circle. Because there was one one coach that didn't slot into where we thought. But you've got Centrals who signed a coach for three years, gone after one year. Yep. Paul Thomas slides into their Crows assistant that got let go. Yep. Um, Sturt sat, uh, didn't renew a contract for a coach who'd taken over. Been given two years to take a side to glory. Just missed out in the finals this year. Marty Matten is back. Marty Matten is slotted back in. And Threadgold has said, we went through a strenuous search um, and he definitely wasn't automatically picked. Like He he said what we all wanted. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he said, can I have the no, job back? He, he, he rang you and went, um, I'm available. And you said, done. Done. Uh, and then, uh, lo and behold, Colville lost his gig with a year to go at Westies. Resigned. Oh, he resigned. Yep. Yep. Or that's what was reported. I don't know whether he... Now, Mickey Godden, I would have thought, was going to walk into that job. But all of a sudden, he's been named the Crows Sandful coach. Yeah. So he's been sacked by the Crows. No, he wasn't sacked. Sacked. No, he wasn't sacked. Contract not renewed. No, he was told that he wouldn't wouldn't be recontracted as an AFL assistant. Sorry, which newspaper did you just quote that out of? Uh, if you go back and see Vicky Swartz's shit fucking report on the night that he was allegedly sacked, when he didn't make contact with the CEO as he was leaving, and and because because remember Brent Riley was not not going to be offered a assistant coach's contract. Yeah, that's because he wasn't an assistant coach. He stepped up into an assistant coach's role this year from a development coach. Okay, role. okay, Rayman. Um, those coaches, if, if he had gone back to Westies, it would have hit the trifecta. Mm. And the conspiracy theory that uh, there was deals made with clubs to have these guys who were being let go by Adelaide have jobs to go into. But that theory's fucked now because Godden got the SNFL gig. That means there's going to be Crows and Port in the SNFL next year. And the crap I've been hearing from people saying, the league's been great without and we don't want them back. Financially, I can tell you right now, if you do not have them back, you're fucked. Because yeah. do they or do they not pay each club 90 grand or more? Uh, the Crows do. Yes, I think Port do too. Incorrect. You're fucking kidding me. No. No. So Port don't have to pay it, but... But Port... Adelaide do. Port lost their... Port lost their juniors and and their zone and stuff. So there was. Oh, poor them. No, they were already they were already part of that league. Mm. So, but so yes, Adelaide. So Adelaide pays every club almost a hundred grand, don't they, or more? Mm. I think it's more. I don't think it's more. 
I think it's very close to 100 or if not 100. So 100 grand goes to each club. So it costs the Adelaide Football Club $800,000 to play in the SNFL? Oh, to start, to be listed in the comp. Yeah. It's not and then there's no home no, games. I don't believe it's that much. Like, I think it's $300,000 and each, each club gets 40 or something, 45. Well, why didn't you fucking say that fucking two minutes ago, you piece of shit? When I said, is it 100, is it 80? If you're a fuckwit. I couldn't remember. Yeah, you're a fucking oh. moron. You think you're so smart because you sit there I reading, don't think I'm reading smart the fucking all. almanac and reading the bloody stats every day because. I don't think I'm smart. And don't say you know you're smart because you're not. You're a smart ass because that was a dog act then. Sitting here thinking of a figure. I'm like, am I correct? And then you go, no, this is the figure. You fucking. That wasn't, that, wasn't, that wasn't very nice. That was humiliating. I ne- <laughs> I never Not said the first time I've been humiliated this week. I never said I was nice. I said not the first time I've been humiliated this week. What do you mean? <laughs> Remember how I told you? I told you about the my vasectomy story. Yeah. And I said I'd save this story for the podcast. What, not the dog. The dog again? No, no, no. The dog. Jesus, what do you got? What's that story? The dog kept on jumping when you're in. Oh, no, no, um, I'm glad I haven't told you this because this could be a good reaction. Um, so this would be good to close out the show, actually. So tell everyone to listen to the end, to listen to the good story. But uh, after a vasectomy, you have to um, obviously test to see if there's anything live anymore. <laughs> and it has to be either 20 ejaculations or Strength. three months. And I went in for my checkup at about five or six weeks. I said, oh... When do you get it done? It's like, oh, just when you get to 20 ejaculations. We used to say a certain figure and people used to come in like two weeks later and say, yeah, I'll have my test. So to be honest, I reckon I'm at about 30. <laughs> he goes, all right, we'll just give it a couple more weeks. Anyway, that couple of w- couple more weeks hit uh, not last Friday, the one before, Thursday. So when you have to produce a specimen, you have to produce this specimen in the container. You can't... You can't <laughs> You can't put that specimen, say, on your favourite towel, then scoop it into the cup. You have to to shoot it into the cup, which is not easy because, yeah, trying to aim it in and then catching it, you don't get your full shoot, nothing. Anyway, I've done it and it's nine o'clock and you have to get it straight to the um, pathology lab. So the quickest one for me was Flinders. Um, So I've driven up there and it said on the thing, Keep the specimen in the container in, a, in your pocket to keep it warm. <laughs> so I've kept it in my pocket and I've held it because I didn't want it leaking everywhere. <laughs> so I've, I've parked the car. I've gone into Flinders and trying to get into Flinders is like trying to get into fucking... Uh, trying to get into yep, trying to get into Yatler at the moment. You've got to sign in. You've essentially got to have an interview when you're going in there. And... Uh, they're lining up, they're like, keep a metre, keep a metre, slowly shuffling through, get to this desk of these women. And uh, she said, uh, uh, talking to me, and then she goes, all right, you need to sanitise your hands. And I instinctively just pulled whatever was I was holding on and put it on the table. So I'm sanitising my hand, and she's looked down, and she's like, had another look, and I could just see on her, on her face, she realised what was in that container. <laughs> <laughs> so... When she realised, she rushed through the questions. I've just... <laughs> why, why wasn't it just still in your pocket? Well, a normal person would have just pulled their hands out, but it was just instinctively because I was holding it still because I didn't want to le- tip over and leak. So anyway, I've put it on there. I've quickly rushed through uh, Flinders Customs and <laughs> got, a, got up to uh, SA Pathology. So they told me to go up to Level 4, straight to the, the labs. Like You have to get it in there within... Uh, two hours of your busting your nut, otherwise it's a it's a dud sa- sample. So I've gone into SA pathology on level one, and who would have thought at, at nine o'clock on a Thursday morning there'd be twenty people waiting for pathology in there? So I walk in this thin room, and I walked under the counter, and the guy said, "Take a number and sit down, please." I said, "Oh, look, sorry, mate. Um, I just, I just, I've got this specimen. I need to get up to the lab real quick. Can I do it here? What's your specimen?" 
It's, it's uh, semen. Sorry? It's, it's semen. Oh! And at this point, I think a couple of people had heard what, what was being said. And uh, I thought, oh, good, I've told him he's just going to take it and go. What time did you do the specimen? And I was like, oh, and he's holding it up, trying to write on it. And as he's holding it up, if, you ever, if you've ever seen someone hold a clear container full of cum, <laughs> it, it, you, you know what's in there. And he's writing the time. And I said, fucking nine o'clock, mate. I've just done it. Like, can you fucking, can we get, get this done with? And he's gone, no worries, I'll send it up to the lab. And as I've turned and walked out, all of a sudden everyone needed to be looking at their phone. <laughs> Everyone's head down looking at the phone. I couldn't have got out of there quick enough. It was an experience. Later, I didn't realise I could have gone to different pathologies where they had little wank rooms that you could have just done it in there. I'm, um, <laughs> I'm so glad you shared that with, with the few listeners that we've got that we'll never ever have again. <laughs> Hey, mate, men need to know these stories. When, when they get older and they want to have vasectomies, it's it's not all pretty. You get blue bowls, it gets sore, and then you've got to come in a cup awkwardly and walk through fucking Flinders holding it. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you shared that with us. <laughs> I'm sure the chick was too when I put it on the counter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, I don't think I've got my phone set up to do a song. Is it, is it hooked up? Is it saying is it saying it's connected? What what are we connecting to? The Roadcaster Pro. Well, let's see if we, let's see if the Bluetooth can be connected. Because I'm going to put a bit of an bit of an oldie on. I reckon. No. Something that's going to lead us into the grand final. There we go. Connected. Uh, let me find this. This is seamless. Just by the way. Hmm. This is seamless. This is just. Just like you dropping dropping your sample off. I love that. When did you do the specimen? Oh, shut up, mate. <coughs> Just ask me quietly, you loudmouth fuckwit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I reckon we'll... Um, was he Irish? The no, he was like some sort of Indian. I don't know if he was fully Indian. but This is uh, old William before was talking about uh, old Papa Roach, so we'll leave it with a classic from Infest. Come on, you cats. Hey, cats. There's no possessions, only obsession. I don't need that shit. Take my money, take my obsession. Working jobs that you hate For that shit you don't need